Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Well, hey there. I hope you're doing well and you're enjoying your morning, your afternoon, or heck, it may even be the evening wherever you're at. But whatever time of day it is as you're listening in, I hope it's going great. Now today, I wanted to chat with you about three simple ways to make your runs easy. And some of you might be wondering, why in the heck I talk so much about making running easy? Well, if you haven't yet listened to episode one of this podcast, pause this episode here and go back and do so, because this episode today will make even more sense. But for those of you who've already listened to it, then you know my story. At least you know one of my stories. And you know that that particular story and that particular experience that I had with running is why this podcast came about. And you may also know that back in 2003, which I mentioned in that episode, I made the decision to find another way to run, a way that worked for me, a way that made my running more enjoyable and easy. And that way is the running interval method. Since 2003, since making that decision, that is the way in which I run. And I dedicated a whole dang episode to the running interval method back in episode two. So if you're listening in right now and you're like, I have no idea what in the heck the running interval method is, go listen to episode two after this one. And hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about what it is and what it isn't. But since then, even though I use the running interval method and it's completely changed my experience with running, one being that of more joy and ease, there have been countless, countless times where my running aspirations, things that I set out to do, required me to really run outside my comfort level um, and experience challenges that didn't always include fun or joy or ease. And because I knew what my intentions were when I set out, you know, to push myself outside my comfort level or experience those challenges, um, there, you know, were plenty moments during um, those times um, and during those training seasons um, that were uncomfortable. And I knew what I was trying to achieve. I knew what my intentions were but it wasn't always pleasant. For example, like running my green loop at 2 a.m. in the dark in the mountains of Angel Fire, New Mexico, because that was one of my loops to be completed during a Ragnar trail race. And if you're somebody listening in and you're not familiar with what Ragnar is, Ragnar is a company. They are an event company. There's Ragnar Road and Ragnar Trail. Um, and it's basically a 24-hour relay. You actually get up to 30 hours, but they market it as a 24-hour relay. And you participate with um, an eight-person team. And so I participated in the Angel Fire Ragnar Trail Race with eight 
um, besides myself. So seven other amazing, badass trail runners are trail chicks. And um, we did a 24-hour relay. So one of my loops, the green loop, um, I had to do it 2 a.m. in the dark with my headlamp, um, you know, out in the mountains. And um, that was definitely something I had never done. And it was something that um, was really outside my comfort level. Um, There was also another time, you know, as I mentioned, there was countless times where I put myself um, in places where I wasn't comfortable. Um, I ran the Moab Trail Half Marathon in Utah with my dear and sweet friends, Sherry, Lisa, and Mary, if you're listening in. Giving you guys a shout out, I still look back on that race and just really laugh, but um, I'm just in awe that we actually completed it and how crazy fun it was. But we had to, you know, this half marathon, um, it was a trail half marathon, but, um, you know, we had to do some things that I had never done. And, you know, Sherry, Lisa and Mary had never done either, like run this single track of the trail where you're really hugging the mountain because you're on the ledge or, you know, we had to jump off boulders about four feet with the help of volunteers. We had to run over slick rock. Um, And then there was even a section where we had to wade through a creek that went up to our knees um, and, For those um, people that did that race that didn't see the flag, um, where you need to come out of the creek, they made their way up to waist height in water before realizing that they missed the pink flag. And so they had to wade back um, to that flag and then make their way up out of the creek and onto the trail again. So those were just a couple running uh, running adventures where there was little joy and ease. Um, afterwards, you know, looking back, it was really fun. I mean, there were definitely moments during it that it was fun, but lots of moments for those two specific examples where there was little joy and ease in it. And it was very different and uncomfortable. And so the reason, you know, that I wanted to talk with you today and the topic came up today, um, three simple ways to make your runs easy. The reason it came about is because I'm currently in a place of running outside my comfort zone and experiencing the challenge of completing my first ultra marathon, a 50K trail race that will be held in October um, in the what are called the Manzanita Mountains. Um, It's a mountain range that bridges the Sandia Mountains and the Manzano Mountains near my hometown of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I've kind of mentioned this a couple times in previous episodes, but I am currently training for that. I have been um, for some time and I'm really working outside my comfort zone and I'm coming up against some challenges. And that is where this um, topic kind of came um came out of it was actually on one of my runs. But during my training runs, I've started to really get more and more uncomfortable. And in order to get through those tough runs, primarily because of the distance, um, I found myself thinking of ways I could make the experience bearable and make the experience easier. And I started asking myself the question that some of you might be familiar with that Tim Ferriss came up with, 
which is if this were easy, what would it look like? And I really like asking myself that question um, lots of times in many different situations, you know, not only with my running and fitness, but also just in life. If this were easy, what would it look like? And so that's the same exact question I'd love for you to ask yourself when you find your runs are feeling a bit unpleasant. Uh, Maybe they're getting tough because you're working outside your comfort zone. Maybe they're lacking joy and ease. Ask yourself, if this were easy, what would it look like? And so my hope with this episode is that these three simple ways to make your runs easy um, might help with that. Now, I do want to say before I jump into these three, these three um, suggestions, please understand that although I'm um, all about making these things easy, I am also about creating or encouraging people to create opportunities to grow, to challenge themselves and to move outside their comfort zone um, so that they can discover and you can discover more of who you are and more of what you're capable of because you are capable of way more than you give yourself credit. So even though I talk a lot about making things easy and I joke that I'm the make it easy coach, I do feel that it is important to place ourselves in situations intentionally um, so that we do grow and that we do up level and that we do discover more of who we are and more of what we're capable of. And I also don't want you to get complacent or get bored with your running and, um, If you stick with me for a while, um, I am always um, finding ways to make running more exciting and to come up with crazy ideas of trying things. And um, I think it's fun. Um, You know, there are moments that it's uncomfortable. And right now I am in the discomfort. And I tell my kids sometimes, um, sometimes we got to sit in the suck and you just got to do what you got to do. And so that's where this episode came out of is I am experiencing working through some discomfort with my training. So um, I hope that you will find these three suggestions um, really valuable and helpful for you and your running. But let's dive into the three simple ways to make your runs easy. And um, I'm suggesting you consider um, these three. And um, as I've been using... um, you know, the running interval method. And as I've been training and I've been approaching my 18 and 20 and soon to be 24 mile runs. um, And because each of our comfort zones are unique to one another, please use these three suggestions wherever you are in your running journey. You know, I may be moving towards an 18, a 20, a 22, a 24 mile run because I'm training for a longer distance, but you may be working towards two miles, four miles, eight miles. And so I want you to use these three suggestions wherever you're at with your running journey and know that, um, you know, we're all very unique in where we're at. And I do believe that they will help you wherever you're at with your running, not just when the distances get really ridiculously long. And um, it's just it's just really all relative, right? We're all in just different places. And um, two miles for one person may be super, super challenging. And for another person, it may be easy because they've already mastered that distance. And so I want you to take these three simple ways or these three simple suggestions and use them to make your runs easy wherever you're at. So the first one is to gamify 
your training runs. Now, this idea, I actually can't take full credit for. Um, It came about out of a strategy session that I had with one of my clients and my friends, Sherry. Sherry also did Moab with me. Sherry did Ragnar with me. And now Sherry is doing the 50K with me along with um, Rachel and Jen. But this idea, Gamify Your Training Runs, came out of a strategy session that we had um, you know, in talking about her training. And so we were talking about our 18 mile training run coming up and how we could mentally make it easier. And, um, that is the, that is the thing that's where I'm at right now. It's really building that mental muscle and, and, and gaining that mental fortitude with your running as the distances increase. But she had suggested breaking the run up in our head into smaller distances, you know, basically telling ourselves and convincing our brain that we will be running three 10 Ks, not 18 miles. And if you're someone who is working toward, you know, running six miles for the first time, you could think of this as running two five Ks. So to gamify your training runs, it's really taking that distance that just seems like impossible and breaking it up. So for us, we were approaching our 18 miles and it was easier, um, you know, to wrap my head around doing three 10 Ks and focusing on doing a 10 K check. That one was done. The second 10 K check that was, it was done. And then the third. And so for those of you running maybe six miles for the first time, think of breaking it up into two five Ks and, um, you know, It's going to be easier thinking of a 5K, let's say, if you are focusing on running your first six miles or your first 10K, um, you've definitely mastered running a 5K. So that's 3.1 miles. So to tell yourself, hey, I can run a 5K twice and then just focusing on completing one 5K at a time and then completing the second one, sometimes that six miles that you've never done will feel easier and mentally Um, it's just going to make it easier because our mind is so powerful. That's usually what we're up against. But, you know, you might be someone who's working towards completing your first two miles of running. So a way that you could gamify that two miles is you may want to find a route that let's say has stop signs. If you're on the road, find a route that has stop signs and multiple streets along the route and focus on running to the first stop sign. Then maybe you walk one street up and then you run to the next stop sign and then you walk one street up and then you just kind of gamify it. You just tell yourself, okay, I can run to that tree or I can run to that second street. And all you need to focus on is getting to that marker that you've set up and then that's behind you. And then you just set the next um, kind of like milestone or the next marker. So playing these games with our mind, um, which is honestly what makes our runs sometimes harder than they actually will be, is one fun way to make your runs easy because our minds are powerful and um, our mind and our brain, those are really the reasons that we come up against this struggle and we come up against this discomfort. And so we got to kind of trick our brain. We got to gamify things. So that's my first suggestion for you in making your runs easy. Gamify it, break it up, chunk it up, um, 
make it smaller and make it more manageable in your head. So the second suggestion is to shorten your running interval. Now, if you're not currently using the running interval method, as I said, go and listen to episode two after this one to get a better understanding of what it is and what it isn't. But if you are, and I really hope you are, consider shortening your running interval as the mileage increases with your training. Or um, like, let's just say you have aspirations to run further and further, you know, consider shortening your running interval interval. And I'll use myself as an example. So my normal road running interval that I've calculated based off my time trial, based off of um, my running distance, my normal road running interval is a 230 and 45. And what that is, is running two and a half minutes and then doing a brisk 45 second recovery walk. But I really like the two and 45. So that's running two minutes and then walking briskly um, for 45 seconds. But um, that's what I would do on the road. So let's just say I was training um, to run on the road and I was wanting to increase my distance. Um, I may want to shorten that um, running, you know, that road running interval from a 230 and 45 to a two and 45, which I did right? Because it just makes it a little bit more manageable and it makes it easier. So with my trail running interval, that's very different because trail running is a lot more challenging than road running. Um, There's a lot more unpredictable terrain. My trail running interval is a 130 and 45. But lately, because I am training on the trails for this 50K um, trail race, uh, my training mileage You know, it has been increasing into double digits. And so I decided to make those longer runs easier. I've dropped my interval to 115 and 45. And that 15 second difference that I dropped it from a 130 to a 115, it made a huge difference in making my runs easy because all I had to focus on was running for one minute and 15 seconds. Then I got my 45 second brisk recovery walk where I drank a little bit of water. I nibbled on my dates or um, my Cheez-Its or my trail mix or whatever it was that I brought with me for my fuel. And then I got back to running my one minute and 15 second. And I know it might sound silly just moving at 15 seconds, but for me, as the distance is increasing substantially, and I am definitely working outside my comfort zone, that 15 seconds really made a huge difference. And, um, you know, the other thing with trail running, if you're not familiar with trail running, there are sections um, on lots of trails where you're climbing. And so mentally, it's easier to tell yourself, you know what, I can maintain this running pace and I can stay running on this, you know, hill um, if my interval is shorter. Now, there are times that um, I highly encourage people to power walk or hike um, climbing sections just so you can preserve um, your energy. But mentally, by shortening your interval, your running interval, that is, it really helps to make your running easy. So, What I would like you to consider if you're using the running interval method or when you do, consider shortening your running interval method by five to 15 seconds and experiment with that and still maintain your walk break. I personally like 45 seconds. Some people do a minute, um, but maintain your walk break, but shorten, you know, your running interval by five, 10, 15 seconds um, so that you're always shifting back and forth between your interval, feeling strong and ready to begin the next interval again. You know, it's, it's never really, 
um, comfortable or enjoyable when you're running and you just can't wait for your walk break to appear. And so by shortening it up just a bit, you're shifting back and forth when you're feeling strong and you're feeling good, and then you're ready to get back into that next interval. So um, if you're listening in right now, for those of you listening in, or for those of you, I should say multitasking, um, come back to me right now. And um, if you might be someone that is using the traditional running method, and you're not familiar with the running interval method, um, I really hope you would consider trying it out. You know, give it a go. You know, you might be listening in and the moment you heard running interval method, you kind of checked out and then you're going to wait for my third suggestion. But I'd like for you to just come back to me, focus here for just a bit. Um, If you are somebody that uses the traditional running method and you are struggling quite a bit, consider trying it, consider giving it a go. Um, You just might be surprised how easy and enjoyable your running can be. And yes, as I say all the time, yes, you can do hard things. I'm doing something very hard right now, training for this 50K. And I know many of you listening in are training for distances um, that are outside your comfort zone. But during the process and during the journey of that training, you know, find those moments of ease and find ways to make it easy because um, I know you can do hard things, but you can find those moments of ease as well. So the third and last suggestion to make your runs easy um, is to convert your mileage into time. Um, And so instead of going out um, for a run and you're basing it off mileage, Um, Think about using time instead. Now, I do this with some of my training schedules that I build, and I find that clients, you know, don't feel as anxious or worry or as worrisome, I guess, when they see the amount of time they need to run on their schedule instead of mileage. You know, when they see their training schedule build up to 90 minutes versus seeing six miles, or they see a midweek run that says 35 minutes instead of three miles. It's really just not as scary and it's not as uncomfortable and they don't get as anxious. So as I said before, our brain is so powerful. You know, it wants to keep us safe and sometimes seeing mileage on a training schedule might freak you out and your brain, you know, it begins to tell you, you can't run that far. You've never done that before. And sometimes your brain wins and you never get to that desired distance because its job is to keep you safe and comfortable and you stay safe and comfortable. And um, if you have, you know, aspirations to run further, to run longer, just a little bit more, you know, really consider um, looking at time versus mileage. And what you would want to do is, you know, take your mile pace and then multiply that by the number of miles you want to run. You know, this specific mode of calculation isn't necessarily the one I would use to build a training schedule around time. There's other more specific ways to do it. But for for simplicity's sake, um, just try this easy method and take your mile pace approximation and multiply that times the number of miles that you're wanting to run, that you're wanting to kind of move outside your comfort level and um, move towards. And, you know, put time on your training schedule or put time on your calendar when you're going out for your run and not mileage because um, you're more apt to get it done. And when you're focusing on time, your brain says, oh, 
you could do 35 minutes. You can do, you know, 60 minutes. You know, you go out for 30 and you come back for 30. That's 60 minutes. That's easy. So it's just a different way to shift um, the way we think about our runs. And, um, you know, that's just my third suggestion that I've found to make running easier, make your runs easy. It's worked for many of my clients. It's worked for myself. And sometimes, you know, I think to myself with this 50K training, you know, I got to prepare to be on my feet for seven to possibly nine hours. So instead of thinking about 20 miles, I'm thinking about, I'm going to go out for, you know, five hours. Now that still might seem crazy, but at this point in my training, um, for me, um, you know, time is less daunting than the mileage there. So I really want you to consider um, running for time instead of mileage and see if that makes it easier for you. So, you know, I hope that these three suggestions are ones that you will consider messing around with. I hope that one of them or even all of them will make your harder runs just a bit easier. Um, but more than anything, I hope that you will consider being bold and trying distances or races or even exploring different types of terrain like trail running, um, you know, that bring adventure into your running. Um, you know, they might bring a little bit of discomfort into your training, but they're going to also bring adventure. They're going to bring new experiences and you're really going to discover more of who you are and more of what you're capable of. And I would love it if you would, you know, send me a private message, PM me on Facebook. I'm at Hey Coach Pamela and share with me which of these suggestions you've tried and how it went. I'd love to hear, you know, which of the three suggestions, whether it be um, gamifying your runs or shortening your running interval or converting your mileage to time. Let me know which ones you've explored, which ones you've tried out and how it went. But I really would love for you to, um, you know, make your runs easy, even during those hard training runs, there's still pockets of time and ways in which we can make it easier to kind of work through that discomfort and work outside your comfort level and just move you to the next level. So um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that these tips or these suggestions you will go off and implement. But until next week, my friend, go grab your running shoes, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Bye.